Good morning and hello and thank you for tuning in everybody from Broken to Blissful. This is Lisa and again I appreciate you um, listening. This is a podcast I wanted to do and express um, my personal thoughts on bitterness, what makes me bitter and how I struggle with the feeling of being bitter towards someone. I generally like to see the good in people. So for me, um, it's a really off feeling to feel off with somebody or to definitely feel bitter towards them. I'm not big on hate or hatred, um, but that feeling that manifests inside that person that really gets under your skin and it kind of sticks around um, and causes bitterness uh, I really don't like that feeling and I know if you're listening to this you most probably feel it too with somebody there's just something that you just can't let go again you manifest it I'm going to go through what makes me feel bitter and situations that have made me feel bitter and then go through some things that we can do together to try to rid our bitterness, try to change our way of thinking so that we don't feel bitter anymore or we can minimise our bitterness inside of us to help with our mental and, you know, physical state. So as I said, I clearly don't handle bitterness well at all. I'm really trying um, to not hold on. Um, but it does, it is a very deep feeling inside me uh, that, um, you know, causes a lot of kind of grief and pain. Uh, I am a very um, deep person anyway, but I'm drawn to the, the good feelings and the feeling of love and connection with people. And so when it's opposite to that, it doesn't sit well with me at all, gives me major anxiety and then the manifestation obviously caused bitterness. I mentioned in my podcast for how I did do a workshop on forgiveness and that was a very strong shift for me. So that's when at the end of this podcast, I'm going to try and go through some of the more positive and uplifting uh, steps we can take and things that we can think of, you can go back and listen to this podcast over and over again, make some notes if you need to, to try to uh, manifest that in, in you as opposed to the negative bitterness side. So, um, it, look, it's amazing how great I can feel. I can feel on top of the world. I can have great days, uh, whether it be clients or with the kids um, or just friends or just general day-to-day but it's amazing how many steps I can take back when I'm when I'm set off and just reminded of the hurt and pain. It just takes me back. Uh, I, I'm kind of trying to understand the triggers. Um, for example, with me, it can be being at the grocery store and having to make sure that I don't spend over that $45 that's in my bank account. It might even be $26 might be as low as $12 and I just go out and get something just for the kids for their lunches the next day, breakfast the next morning. 
um, and kind of just don't worry about the things that I'm needing. Um, it can be, you know, the debt that I'm still paying off due to lawyer's fees for the divorce that I didn't wish for. So you can see how the financial can come into it. You might be really resonating with this where you're like, yeah, that's so unfair. Like you might be the same at the grocery store. You might have legal fees that you're still paying off. I feel you. I definitely feel you. I've got thousands of dollars that I'm still paying off for legal fees to get somebody to act on my behalf for a lawyer for a divorce that I did not ask for, I didn't want, I didn't even see was coming. And although, you know, you might go, well, that was four years ago, get over it. It's, that's, it's a little bit hard to get over when you're kind of, you know, you're struggling financially, you're struggling emotionally for so long, you might be getting on top of the emotional side of it, but you've still got the backlash of all this stuff that pops up in your day to day. Um, and it's just completely unfair. Um, it might be the school holidays that come around. And, you know, I was working in, in a law firm, funnily enough, before I did my beauty diploma and, um, you know, had my set days and my set hours. And I might have picked up extra work here and there and times might have varied. But now I've got my own business and I'm working at the Hilton at the Afora Day Spa. I, I can't just take off holidays and spend with my children, okay? So I have to work full days. I work overtime. I work evenings. I tr might try to do my own, my half a days here and there. But my whole life has changed. I love my job and I'm a lot more passionate about it. But it's not easy doing what I'm doing, you know, kind of starting my career from scratch. My kids are eight and 10 years old, so they get bored. They, they're very active. They want to go outside, um, go to the park, have playdates with their friends. That's a huge one. Um, other parents work as well. So when you want to do playdates, it's so hard to accommodate that sometimes because you can't fit in times with them. And I used to be the parent that would just have them put my hand up, didn't bother me. Um, but now I, I'm not as flexible. I don't have the time. I'm very, very short on time. So I can't offer to have the kids for that day in the sleepover that I used to be able to. So I'm working all school holidays. I literally work my ass off because I can't afford not to. Can't afford to have time off and being the Hilton that's their peak times is school holidays. So I'm not, I'm not having the fun with the kids I used to and the flexibility. Uh, it doesn't help that I don't, you know, get a structured child support payment, which this all, all of this, everything I've just talked about, as you can see, it's a trigger of financial. So that's all um, financial triggers that remind me when I'm struggling at the grocery store or struggling working my ass off and come upstairs to have lunch and see the kids bored. Um, it reminds me that things would be different if I wasn't in this situation. So you just kind of have to understand if you have a friend going through this or um, if you're not particularly going through something, 
and you, you're thinking, oh, my God, it's been four or five years, get over it, you know, stop playing the victim, just remember that they've got, got these cons. They don't have life very easily. Um, they're constantly going through things through their day that remind them why they're in this situation, okay? Uh, I also feel bitterness for, for the friendship that I lost. Um, I We had mutual friends, I guess, and... Um, yeah, I don't hear from them or talk to them anymore, and that's not my decision. You kind of just get cut off. It's like they, um, at that stage, kind of go, oh, we need to be there for him so he doesn't feel like he doesn't have nobody. Um, and, yeah, you kind of, your friends are split, um, not to mention his family, don't even talk to me anymore. Um, so that's a huge thing for me is kind of people cutting me off for literally I me not doing anything wrong um and or just kind of sticking by him through different stages of our marriage um and doing everything I can to keep us together but then completely cutting you off is not a really good feeling inside um you know I also have been bitter with friendships. One stands out to me um, during my time at the academy, during my during my diploma. Um, being a 33-year-old solo mom, full-time student was, you know, it was really difficult at times, but thank God to my sister and parents that made it uh, worth while me being able to do it, otherwise I wouldn't have been able to do it. Um, Funnily enough, one of the students that I studied with, uh, I think, became friendly with my ex at the gym and um, then made it very difficult for me to be in the classroom. So I left the class and finished my diploma, my second half of my diploma, doing it flexi. And um, look, it was the best thing I ever did because I just refocused on myself and kind of pulled away from uh, any bad feelings in the classroom but I still kind of started my uh, journey at the academy thinking I would have lifelong friends and I took all the girls under my wings I didn't have a bad thing to say about anyone and uh, you know everyone had their own little personalities but um that's just me I I understand that that person might be outgoing that person might be a bit more reserved and I kind of really do look for the good in everyone. So I kind of liked everyone how they were and I just was everyone's friends. Um, a lot of the girls were a lot younger. Um, so I just took it, my motherly instincts just to kind of help them going into assessments of a morning and things like that. Um, but, yeah, when I left the classroom, um, it kind of really – um, broke up a lot of um, my connections with them, which was really sad because um, they all knew the situation why I left and I was very honest with um, why I did and what happened. And um, But, yeah, they obviously got secondhand information. And so I am bitter to any friendships that broke down there because, to be honest, um, I thought 
there was kind of no loyalty with any of them girls and I'm huge on loyalty, honesty and that kind of thing. Um, if you if, um, watched Married at First Sight um, this last season, oh, my God, it was ridiculous. There was so much controversy. Um I used to really like that show thinking, oh, my God, I love the, watching these people grow, their relationships. I've just met them, but uh, you're watching them fall in love, you know, and watching them go through the experiment. And some of them didn't work out fair enough. But um, this season I actually really did question if it was real. There was way too much that was for the TVs and for the viewings that I thought was a bit ridiculous. It made you cringe, but... I couldn't help but watch it. And so many people that I spoke about um, said, I didn't even watch the beginning, but I watched the end because everyone was talking about it. So if you didn't, if you didn't know, um, there was kind of couples, I think eight or 10 couples that um, walked into the marriage, meeting a stranger and marrying them and then going through the honeymoon and then everything up that followed after that. And they kind of go through the ups and downs, getting to know the other person and whatnot. Um, there was a couple doing the sly with another um, not so much couple swapping but like uh, a couple, um, Innes and Sam, that were married to other people but they started texting and catching up um, on the sly. Watching that made me cringe, okay, for obviously for obvious reasons that like everyone else all the other viewers did too. But for me personally, I watch that and think that's what my ex-husband did. So you can watch that on the lounge, eating your dinner or dessert and think, oh my God, that does this really happen? And watch it like it's um, like a drama and watch it unfold. But that actually, that for me, that actually happened. So it, I watched it, but almost um, with a sad feeling. Um Oh, I don't know how to explain it. Uh, later on, there was more um, controversy with another couple. Literally, um, no, they didn't swap because the other two were completely innocent. So, again, there was two that came in and married somebody else and then um, they caught up behind the scenes, Jess and Dan. Um then they asked to stay on through the experiment and kind of was playing that mar um, the happy married couple in front of just rubbing it in at everyone's faces. It was a bit of a joke. I looked at that couple and thought that is exactly the two people that I'm bitter about in my life, my ex-husband and my ex-friend. Um, watching them on this show was exactly the people that um, – have hurt me so yeah that was very cringeworthy for me if you did the same and related to that oh I completely I started writing this podcast after watching the married at first sight final and reunion and everything um but it's funny because they play all happy and in love and everything and then you know you see um them catch up at the reunion and I think Jess and Dan didn't even see each other for the whole six weeks or something from the final to the reunion. So you've kind of wonder how it's, it's more lust than anything. 
so that kind of for me makes me feel like they're not real and you know the people in my specific life are completely exactly like that um they do it for the instagram followers um and they they have more instagram followers and they do clothes in their instagram selfies to be honest um but anyway um that was really disturbing for me and makes me glad that um i'm not around them people to be honest so you can tell my bitterness and why i feel like it's unfair and i have questions you know why things happen constantly why did my marriage why did he do that why wasn't i good enough um why did she feel the need to do that why did she turn on me that you know these are the questions that kind of manifest inside and are triggered by obviously um the things that i've just spoken about you just never have closure on them whether it be a friendship or a relationship when you don't have the closure um for me on either occasion and it's just you just kind of cut off and made to feel like you're being spoke ill of that's what i don't like um but okay let's talk about how do we stop it okay how do i help myself this is something um some positive things that i'm just going to throw at you you can write it down and um pick up on anything and use that use it as a daily affirmation just to try to be aware of your thoughts and then switch it into the positive affirmation um bitterness poisons your attitude and you see things in a negative way okay so it's just it's poisonous it's i think i said it before this resonated me with, with me at the retreat bitterness is like you drinking the poison but wanting that other person to get hurt from it um i want you to really sink that in and think about it and um try and switch it up when you are thinking negatively or about you know bitterness thoughts you may have a good reason to be bitter but holding on to it will steal your dreams and happiness and it will rob you of your joy try to let it go okay the longer that you hold on the harder it is to get rid of okay as i'm saying all of this i myself am embedding this into you know my own thoughts and you know my own kind of positive affirmations the longer you dwell the more you relive it and the deeper it gets planted wow that's that's so true so the longer you dwell the more you relive it and the deeper it gets planted so yeah that's just manifesting holding on to it the longer it manifests and you hold on to it the deeper it gets planted we need to get that out that's not good that's manifesting that bad energy is unbalancing you and is not good the questions that play over and over when you have them thoughts or you get that trigger why did it happen that this isn't fair why me what did i do wrong why did that happen you know all of that soon as that question comes in you get triggered and that question comes in go back to this 
The longer you dwell, the more you relive it, the deeper it gets planted. So don't go over that question. Don't try and answer it. You need to get away that question out and don't manifest that. Try to forgive quickly before the bitterness takes root. So before it gets planted and it takes root and it has that take over you to um, be planted and manifested for so long and to have so much bitterness, try to just forgive and this is where I found it really hard in that retreat is the forgiveness. So we need to try to forgive, not forget necessarily, but forgive. Forgiveness is more for you than them. You're not, you're not kind of saying, yeah, it's great what you did and giving them the thumbs up for any action they did or what they did, but forgiving is going to help you. It's going to help you to not have that bitterness manifesting inside you, that feeling inside you that unbalances you and puts you off. Okay, it's not going to bring you down. It's not going to make you negative. So work with me on trying to stop giving yourself the poison, to stop manifesting to stop feeling bitter holding on to things being negative let's try when we have that negative thought at the shop and you've gone over your $20 budget just put it back smile and don't go into the well things would be different if I wasn't on my own. Things would be different if I didn't have that debt. That's all done. Okay, you need to pay off the debt. You need to go get your groceries. You've only got this amount of money. Get over it. You're not, you're not pushing it aside as though it didn't happen, but you're just being stronger. You're stepping up. You're moving on. You can't help what happened. I hope this helped and I hope that you can go back and listen to some of my positive strategies to help at the end of that podcast and you can listen, write it down. As I said, say the affirmations during the day when you get triggered, oh, stop yourself and go back. I hope you all have a great day. I hope you all have a blissful, beautiful day. Bye.